We kick off our number two. It's brought to you by the Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union. Check them out online at tvacreditunion.com. It's the official credit union of three and out. They've been in business here almost 90 years now and over 30 branches in East Tennessee. It's the Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union online at tvacreditunion.com. Big Vol fans over there, sponsors of game day on three and out. Uh, Mississippi State's lost five of their last six. Started with Drake. No, what could go wrong? The uh, game before, or uh, sorry, two games before the Tennessee game. So it was Drake, they lost, and they lost to Alabama. Then coming back after uh, New Year's, they lost Tennessee, of course, 87-53. That was here at Thompson Bowling Arena. They did beat Ole Miss by nine mm. at home. Then the Egg Bowl. Yep. And then two more road games that they've dropped to Georgia and Auburn. It's pretty st- pretty tough stretch to start a yeah. SEC play, having to play Alabama, Tennessee, and Auburn in the first five games. And they're projected tonight to lose 62-56. 29% chance for the Bulldogs. 62? 62. 62 is what we're projected to score. In a win, yes. We scored 87 two weeks ago. Just reading the numbers, buddy. Just reading the numbers. If we score 62 points tonight, we're losing. Think so? Yeah, I do. They're Not thir- good enough. They're 13th out of 14 teams in uh, scoring offense in the conference, averaging 65 points a game. Told you. If we score 62, we're losing. I think they're getting their average. We're At home? 74. I feel like we need to be in the 70s tonight. 80s would be better. 90s would be even better. I mean, how do you how do you think this did it seem like the Kentucky game didn't really like the fact that it was Kentucky didn't really matter to the team? Yes. Someone asked me this yesterday like oh, did it, it matter did to the fans? Did it yeah, yeah. Did it look like this team forgot that when we play Kentucky, there's supposed to be a different level of yeah. intensity and atmosphere? Yeah. This is the Alabama football game and we didn't show up. Yeah. Which is crazy, because that was your first big home game of the year. I mean, is it because it was noon? Is it because it was the the students aren't quite back yet? Like, did we just catch it at the wrong time? Which I I hate that schedule, by the way. Like, give us us Kentucky when the students are out of town. Thanks a lot. Mm -hmm. Really great. We should have checkered TBA. Have we ever won when we did that? You know, the first time we did that, we lost to Kentucky? Well, how long have they been allowing pets in there? By the way, any like, why would you take your dog? I don't know. Sit front row. People take their dog everywhere now. Chris, what the hell is that? First of all, you killed me last week because I don't take the dog anywhere. Now I'm getting killed for taking her everywhere. Make up your mind, bro. It's good. It's got a good point there. Yeah. You weren't happy to see his dog yesterday. No, I was. That thing loved me. A little tail wagon. That's what they do. Yeah, she never does that with anyone else. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, man, but I got to bottle some of that up. Take it home. <sighs> well, it's going to be another big game for uh, Eros Plavsic to have to show up. I mean, they It have, might be. Didn't they we kill s- them in the paint the first Tula game? Smith is 6'11". I mean, he's their go-to guy according to the metrics. Ziegler had a double-double, I think, against them. And Eros was close, maybe. 
everybody was lighting them up, though. Yeah, that was one of those. We had, like, two guys not miss a shot. Sometimes you burn the tape because yeah, you get ocean. killed. Come Sometimes on. you burn the tape because you're like, yeah, we can't count on shooting that ball like that yeah, every that night. Stupid. Yeah, Smith had nine. Uh, Stevenson had 15 for them last time we played. And only uh, Yeah, and I think – I was going to say, I think all 15 of his were in the second half. He was the only reason that game was – it still wasn't respectable, but it could have gotten a lot worse. Yeah, Tennessee had five guys in double figures, just completely balanced scoring with the blowout. And a walk even at nine. Tope. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Hickman's boy even got in coin or whatever his name is. Mickey. Yeah, he got a bucket. Mm. Yeah, because he got in over BJ. That kid's good for a walk-on. <laughs> good for a walk-on. They show me something. Mm-hmm. Runs the floor well. He's long and physical. He even had a block, too, I believe. Are you making that up? I think he had a block. He had two. Wow. <laughs> wow. That guy. Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll pick scores later. Just just come play play smart, play hard. Make some shots, especially the Eagles. Yeah, making shots would be good. Always good. Smith at 20 and 10 against Auburn in our last game. Mm. Six foot 11. Yeah, that's what I mean. Got to show up. Yeah, we did a pretty good job against him in the first game. Just show up, act like you give a damn. Like I didn't, I didn't even see any of the comments other than what Josiah said after the game. Was there any like, yeah, we're disappointed, we didn't show up, or was it like, oh yeah, we didn't do our job, and like were were, were they embarrassed? Because I feel like they should have been. I don't want to like kill themselves over it, you know, like beat themselves up, but like I don't know, that was a pretty embarrassing performance on Didn't Saturday. Did have some comments that they outphysicaled us, you know? He shouldn't say that. They didn't outphysical him, Mister. Nineteen points in the paint. Well, eighteen. One was a free throw. Guy shot nine for eleven. Mm. I don't know. Just take care of business. Play hard. Play smart. Play together. Barnes is going to show up. <laughs> Everybody seems to blame Barnes for everything. Play well. Now, I don't. I, I don't. Barnes. I don't think I blame Saturday on Barnes. Like I don't. Maybe some of the offensive sets, but like we just we missed shots and we didn't really play that hard. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is on him. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you got to. I legitimately thought when we went in at halftime, I'm like, we're going to come out like we did against Vanderbilt. We're going to yeah. come out fired up, mad at the world. Lock them down. And I'll give Kentucky credit. I thought they hit good shots, and I thought Kentucky defended really, really well against us. They extended on everybody. They didn't let us. They're so big and athletic and long that like it's really hard to cut around them. Mm-hmm. They just they just clog up all the space. But I don't like I felt like we were a quicker team and we didn't really utilize that. Also, Julian Phillips, APB, we need you. It's halfway through the season. I know you're a freshman, but that's no longer an excuse. You got to step up. You got to go and get to the free throw line, especially because you weigh eight pounds. So when you get in the air and they touch you, you go flying off the place. But if you can get to the free throw line, that would really help this team. Ten free throws we shot, Nate. Ten. Ten. Ten free throws. You know how many Kentucky shot? Twenty. Five. Twenty-five. Might have been one off. 
They missed three out of 25. We missed three out of 10. Not good enough. Mm-mm. Julian Phillips. Let's go. Zakai Ziegler. I hope the knee's okay. But let's go. Jonas Adu. Where's he been, Hickman? Where's your boy been? Huh? He's been playing good. Yeah, he didn't play I mean, good. No, <laughs> nobody played good outside of Euros. Just go down the roster, Chris. Just fire them all up. <laughs> Josiah Jordan James, where you at, bro? What are you doing? We can't just sit back and crack threes the, the entire game. We got to get into the middle. Mm-hmm. Got to attack the rim. Hit those. He's been pretty good in the mid-range stuff. Hit the mid-range stuff. Shoot the mid-range stuff. Let's get it inside a little bit. Keep working. And then whew, kick it out. I think on. he was the most disappointing player on the team on Saturday. Yeah, if he just showed up at all, it would have been an improvement. Yeah. I don't know if, like... Felt like he played way less than 14. Like, is he, just, is he just so finesse that he can't play with the likes of Kentucky? Like, Alabama's going to eat him alive. He's fake tough, right? Like, he loves to flex and do all that stuff, but... Yeah, like when he got the breakaway dunk against South Carolina, slams it, and just, you know... But when he, when he actually has... To, I don't know. I mean, he's a little bit finessey, but he, he scored our first bucket of the game, if I'm not mistaken. He went baseline. He jumped over the guy. Euro scored the first bucket, didn't he? thought Conwall was second. Okay. Well, Either way. Jeez, Hickman, what are you doing? Just trying to be accurate here. Mm-hmm. There's a first. I think I read on Twitter. It's time. It's time. It's time. For? For this team to quit goofing around. That's college basketball. Don't make excuses for them. Saturday's not a – if that had been LSU, okay. It wasn't LSU. It was Kentucky. And it wasn't just a normal Saturday. It was Chris Lofton Day. You had Candace Parker in the house, Alan Houston in the house. It was a star-studded cast in the crowd, and you went out there – and you peed down your leg. They ought to take it down, take his jersey down from the rafters, and we'll do this again on a game we're going to win. <laughs> we're going to wait till after the game to decide whether or not we retire the jersey. If the Vols win, we will retire the jersey after the game. No. God. Did you, I mean, that, did you hear what Chris said at halftime? He said, I'm very thankful to the fans for supporting me. Let's just finish today off with a W. That's all he asked for. He wanted one thing. One thing. One stinking thing. We let him off the hook. We let eight to nothing. We let eight to nothing, and then we were down ten to eight. Lofton owned Kentucky when he played him, right? Like he was. I don't know. I don't know. I know he had thirty-one in a game. He had some good games against Kentucky, but I think overall, three and six or four and six record Mm. against them. Yeah, but he missed one. He missed one game at Rupp, I think. When he hurt his ankle. Of course, that was also a much different time in Tennessee and Kentucky basketball history. That's when they were really, really good, and we were just kind of trying to figure it out. Yep. And then here we are now still trying to figure it out. Big bounce back tonight. That's the key. That's the key. You know, get another shot at him in Rupp Arena. Yep. It's just a January we sure, basketball We sure game. do. doesn't even matter. Got to get back to the grindstone, you mm-hmm. know? Yep, keep keep working. Try and be more, a little more locked in next time. 
That's the key. Locked in. We weren't locked in enough. That's no. got to be it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. All right. We'll come back with more right here on 3 and Out. You're listening to 3 and Out. WKGN. Fan Run Radio. Linderman Sports Medicine, the volunteer state's leader in orthopedic regenerative medicine. Founded by VFL and fan run listener Dr. Laura Linderman in Memphis, Linderman Sports Medicine can get you back in the game of life without going under the knife. So if you're ready to get back to doing the physical activities you love without having to undergo painful and risky surgery, visit LindermanSportsMedicine.com today and get back on the road to a healthy, active, fulfilling life. Cheer on the Big Orange with White Claw Hard Seltzer. Made pure with their unique brew pure process, White Claw is crafted with quality ingredients and made from a blend of seltzer water, a gluten-free alcohol base, and a hint of fruit flavor. With only 100 calories and 1 gram of sugar, White Claw Hard Seltzer won't weigh you down. Available now in 16 deliciously refreshing flavors. Pick up a variety pack and try them all. White Claw Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. FanDuel Sportsbook is now legal in Tennessee, and you can place your first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook risk-free. Get up to $1,000 back if you don't win. Seriously, there's no strings attached. Just place any bet you want. If you win, you keep the cash. If you lose, you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in bonus site credit. So then you can take another shot at the end zone on the house. And with FanDuel Sportsbook, generous risk-free bets are just the beginning. They've got a simple app, live betting on every game and exhilarating bet types such as same game parlays where you combine multiple bets from one game into a single parlay and once you win on FanDuel Sportsbook they get your winnings in as little as 24 hours use our promo code three out so they know we sent you that's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code three out must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Site credit is not withdrawable and expires seven days after receipt. Terms apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. For problem gambling support, call 1-800-889-9789. Looking for a sweet treat to grab on the go? Order Crumble Cookies. Choose to receive your cookies through curbside pickup, takeout, or delivery. Order delicious gourmet cookies on the Crumble app today. Crumble Cookies is the fastest growing cookie company in the nation. After only four years, 500 plus stores are in operation in 50 states with many more in build out. Come check out Knoxville's new location, 6672 Clinton Highway, Suite 104. Welcome back to 3 and Out, Hour 2 rolls on. Live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios, Fan Run Radio. Pick up some White Claw Hard Seltzer this week. Well, gee, lean on back there, bud. You're just not really feeling it today, are you? 
Anthony just Sleepy. said, great Optimism Tuesday show today. Great energy this morning, fellas. Really like the snap and clear mentality. Don't mention it, man. I'm detecting a hint of sarcasm. Think so? Yeah. I've been optimistic, and Cress over here just kind of raining on everybody's parade. How have you been optimistic? Uh, literally, I said it's college basketball. This stuff happens. It's Optimism Tuesday. I'm not going to sit here and whine all day. You also said you're not watching the game tonight. That's true. You did say that. Well, if you want me to be optimistic, don't make me think about having to sit and watch our offense tonight. See, that's not optimistic. <laughs> he just went negative. <laughs> You're a real piece of work. You know that? I might turn it on. The game? Trick Barnes better enjoy these wins while I can. That's negative again. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just joining the parade now, Crest. I tried for an You're hour. You're not invited to my parade. Yes, I am. No, you're not. All right, yeah, you can come. <laughs> I'm good at parades. You bought a lot of eggs lately? No, they're through the roof, aren't they? Yep. I saw some store in California, a dozen eggs, fourteen ninety two. You're better off just buying a farm. <laughs> Maybe a ch- what is like what is a what is a baby chicken cost at like the rural king? <laughs> Like five bucks? Not fourteen ninety two, right? Right, it can't be. I mean, you could buy three chickens. I mean, it'd take them a little bit to get to egg laying maturity, but I feel like that's the way to go. You could probably buy an egg laying chicken for you know, ten bucks. How much? How many eggs does a chicken lay in a week? And how quick? Uh, there. We had chickens. I'd say they. I think they average a little less than like one a day. Something like that? Yeah. Because, I mean, they have to lay enough at one time. One chicken will lay roughly six eggs each week. There are more chickens on Earth than there are people. (laughs) Yeah. Price. A little less than one a day. Of How often do you eat eggs or use an egg? Chicken. Once a week. It depends. If I can, I, this I'm more. This is a money making scheme at this point. <laughs> we got a lot of space here. out yeah, here. Yeah. Tractors. Watch out for that three legged dog. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you can you have free range chickens out here off paper mill? Free in store <laughs> yeah. pickup if you buy online. One chick. Free in store is no. Let's go to the flea market and get actual chickens that are already already laying. Those chickens are probably bred for fotten. All right, here we go. <laughs> Build a little house. From Hoover's Hatchery. Okay. I can get 10 Rhode Island Reds. Oh, yeah, that's the, that's the way to go. For 40 bucks. <laughs> Sounds like a cigarette. Yeah, great deal. No, Rhode Island Red. Do you it's know, also a name of marijuana, I do believe. Do you know what, where uh, chickens were domesticated? Uh, no. Southern China. I was going to guess China. It just kind of made the most sense, given the time and use of eggs in and Chinese This dishes. is also interesting. The color of the egg depends on the chicken's earlobe. <laughs> Red earlobe chickens lay brown eggs, while white earlobe chickens lay white eggs. Okay. Now that is good stuff. They also can't taste saltiness. Or no, they can taste saltiness, but they can't taste sweetness. Really? Yep. You ever had an ostrich egg? No. It's a big omelet. You ever oh, had ostrich egg? Wow. Nope. Or a rhea? White. Or a emu? 97 nope. chickens are killed every 0.05 seconds worldwide. 
That seems low. <laughs> I mean, we do eat a lot of chicken. 0. 0.05, 97 chicken, and you're saying that seems low? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you guys feel sad when you pass one of those tra- those tractor trailers on the interstate and just packed full of... Like, those are sad. Yeah, and you're like, gosh. Yeah. It's the food pyramid, boys. It's just how it is. <laughs> That's a nutrition guy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how much like bread you're supposed to have with your meat and legumes each day. Why are eggs so expensive? For uh, there's been eggs? like an outbreak of some kind of bird flu, and then they had like a bunch of uh, plants shut down for a variety of reasons. COVID and all this other stuff. Like COVID oh. shut down a bunch of like the supply chains, uh, and then then they caught. Uh, I forget what it's. It's like avian flu number twenty six or whatever. Well, don't kill the birds because then you might have people gluing themselves to your there's NBA a, <laughs> floor. There's a bird flu. They should be cheaper. I think it's pretty dangerous, though. Yeah. The so they they've, they've got to get rid. Huh? Even more dangerous to humans. Like if you eat an egg from an infected chicken. Yeah, I mean, don't you remember the bird flu? The swine flu was, like, really, really bad. I say really, really bad. Like, a lot of people got really sick. I don't think it was, like... Didn't Davey get the swine flu? (laughs) Davey probably got everything. Swine flu, bird flu, gonorrhea. You a big egg guy? I like eggs, yeah. Yeah? What is he? Yeah, you don't like biscuits and gravy. Yeah. I like biscuits. Do you like gravy? Yeah. Just not together. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's weird. I, that. I used to not like biscuits and gravy. Apparently, also, the price of feed has skyrocketed, so thus the uh, cost of doing business goes up. Uh, the price of everything is up. Everything. Do you say you like biscuits and gravy? I do now. Wait, what? I mean, I used to not. Because like you don't like, you didn't like milk, you said, right? I hate milk. Hate milk. You know that gravy is basically just milk. Yeah, I know. Okay. But uh, what really turned around biscuits for me, uh, the Lando Lakes butter. It's a really good butter brand. I'm sorry, what? If you get it with the uh, the removable, resealable lid. Butter turned around biscuits for you? This specific kind of butter. I don't really like butter. Wait, did you not like biscuits before you got this butter? Do you use it to make the biscuits or just to butter the biscuit? Oh, I'll just butter the biscuit with it. Butter the biscuit with it. All right. Well, that's that's fine. Hmm. Jared says the chickens just need to mask up and socially distance from each other. Should be good. Prices should fall. Apparently, I mean, even if they catch something that can't be transmitted to humans if the birds are dying yes they can't yeah like, they can't let it keep spreading with the birds because then they all die then, yeah yeah and you can't they can't be used for eggs or one in stripe says whatever. apparently the canadian geese population has been hit very hard by the uh the bird flu this this year Sad. don't think anybody's gonna lose any sleep over that wow not a big fan of the canada goose might might be the single meanest animal on the planet yeah. like could you imagine if like I know, like a like a mom grizzly protecting cubs is like super dangerous. Like could pound you, for pound. Could you imagine if they were as aggressive as a Canadian goose? Humans would be extinct. 
Yeah. Like if dogs were that aggressive, we'd be extinct. Cats even. The list goes on. You ever had to deal with a mad goose, Nate? You ever had the you ever had one buzz the tower on the golf course? No, I don't have any bad You've never had one buzz the tower on a golf course? Mm-mm. I mean, I've had to, what? you know, navigate some of their their poo. That's well, yeah, on the golf course, but I've never had one like attack me like I've seen in some of those videos. Oh man, I have one. Really. I think his what? feet touched my head. Why are they so mean and aggressive? I don't know. Like fearless, they're fearless, man. I mean, normally it's when they're protecting eggs and or babies. But I feel like they're just mean all the time. Also, why do we have so many of them down here? Yeah, I don't know. Shouldn't they be in Canada? They are Canadian geese. You would think so. Are they illegal? Are they here legally? This article describes them as mean, mm-hmm. sloppy, loud, and rude. I would uh, I would sign off on all of those. Just not something you'd want to associate yourself with. Mean, sloppy, loud, and rude. Sounds like Hickman. <laughs> up top. There's no way this picture's real. Got him. What? It's an up close of their mouth. Oh, yeah, with all the tiny little teeth? What in the oh, world? Oh, that's real, buddy. Dude, it's no joke. You would not want to mess with one. I wonder if they bite if, hard. If they go ex- like, how hard could they bite you? If they go extinct, there's not any real, like, impact to the environment here, is there? Are you asking me what purpose they serve? Yeah. Uh, for some reason. I mean, I think some people eat them. Yeah, rightfully so. <laughs> okay. Uh, my my, you know, parents had a couple horses, chickens, different stuff at times. My dad was out at the uh, park with my kids. Well, this is a long time ago, but you know, just out at like uh, Cove Park Concord area. Yeah. And the Canadian geese out there are annoying. But there was, like, some other, uh, like, some ducks and stuff. And I, he tried to pick one up at one point. Terrible idea. <laughs> thing bit the crap. Terrible <laughs> idea. So funny. Well, what are those really ugly ducks called? You know what I'm talking about? Not mallards, but they're, like, they look like a mix between a goose and the a black duck. feathered duck. And a turkey. They have, like, a red face speckled white and black feathers. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And yeah, they make the most annoying sound. Like, Canadian geese are annoying, but it's not... This sound is like a screeching... It sounds like a... Like a sick dog. I have no idea what they're called. Hmm. It's like a ge- genetic mutation, almost. I can picture them in my head, but I don't know. This says that if if you raise one, that they like to be snuggled with. A Canadian goose? Mm-hmm. The more you know. Well, I think that makes sense. I mean, if you raise it. We'll come back with more. Snuggles. Uh, I don't know. Animal talk, maybe. Maybe sports. Well, I got in trouble for talking basketball, so I figured we'd go birds and eggs. Tune in to f- stick around to find out. Whoever called, just called back. I missed you. Mm. Sad.
Hour two continues Tuesday on three and out. Glad you've joined us. If you've missed any portion of the program, you can always check out the podcast and subscribe on iTunes to get those directly to your device. Houston's going to go in the uh, chicken business, apparently. The egg business, I guess. What? Let's just look Look for. First of all, it's, it's noble work, the chicken business. Okay. I met a guy this fall whose family owns a chicken business. Hmm. He's a nice kid. I don't appreciate you making fun of the business that he's in. I wasn't. I was making fun of you doing the business. He's you don't think I could raise chickens? I'm sure you do a. I feel job. like that's. It, would that be the easiest thing to farm? Yes. Like I've you, done it. You it's, just get a big building and you throw a bunch of food down and you go get the eggs and you throw a bunch of food down and you go and get the eggs. We literally would just open it up. I mean, you can open it up and let them roam around the yard during the yeah. day too, and they'll like you know. Scratch up certain areas, eat better stuff, you know, bugs. feet down, bugs, yeah. And then, you know, when it gets dusk, they'll just be back in there and you can close the door back, keep them safe mm-hmm. at night. What about guineas? What about them? What do you do with a guinea? I've, I've always just seen them just roam around. Yeah, I know they're really good for, for uh, like, mosquitoes, ticks, bugs, but you don't eat guinea eggs, do you? I guess you could. You ever had a quail egg? Mm-mm. Me neither. No. I was about to say, are they tasty? I don't know. They're little. I'd put away some quail. You ever had quail? No. Me neither. It just sounds I good. I've had quail once. I had wild turkey one time. Yeah. It you definitely like gamey taste. Oh. I like it in doses. Mm. Like this turkey was like my buddy who shot it. Knew how to prepare it. Yeah. And you had to soak it for like 48 hours in like buttermilk brine stuff. And it, it mm-hmm. still tasted pretty gamey. He said if you don't treat it, like you almost can't eat it. It's so gamey. So, so, yeah. Like have you, you've had venison. Do you like deer? Do you like deer steaks? Eh. Uh, Depends on the deer. Yeah. It's, I've had some really good ones and I've had some where you're like, whew. Yeah. This has I, got a, I'm not. This has uh, got a minerally, not, a minerally not, taste to it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. You ever had goat? I don't think so. I've had goat one time. Mm. It was one of the best meals I've ever had, surprisingly. Hmm. You ever had moose? No. I did have a bear burger one time. I was really... Or maybe it was... Was it a burger or was it like Chili Mac? I think it was Chili Mac. It was pretty good. Still gamey. Kind of oily. But good. Do like good deer, though. I don't hunt, but if I did, that'd be why. Foster says, pickled quail eggs, nope, are delicious. You're out on the pickled quail eggs? I don't know. Hickman seemed to like them. You like the pickled eggs, right? Yeah, they weren't bad. I just, I don't know. Like, maybe if I did it myself, but something about buying a jar of eggs from the store and who knows how long they've been there. Something about an egg is just a little scary. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like a cucumber being pickled. Okay, yeah, fine. I can I can eat that. Oh, it's expired by a month. That's ah, probably still good. An egg. Gonna be honest, man. I don't think I want to tempt the fate of the egg. You ever had a rotten egg bust? Mm, you ever smelled really. like a real rotten egg, mm-hmm. dude? Bad. Oh, un- unbearable. You ever smelled a rotten egg, Hickman? I'm talking yeah, like a ro- like a real one. Maybe not. That is one of the most grotesque and pungent smells of all time. Like, bad, bad. We got approval to put eggs at the uh, station. We have had goats before. Might as well. You want to get, get some chickens? You going to take care of them? I mean, they're super easy. <laughs> Ooh, there's yeah. the food. Eat it. Might need to make the little goat house just a smidge bigger. Mm-hmm. Put some do we little, have to fix the gate? Some little boxes in there? No, no, no. They wouldn't go out in the street? No, we got. We can fence uh, them in back there. Oh, yeah. uh, I got you. We still got that little area. I'm down. I'll start a little egg stand right at the bottom of the hill. Just beat the, we'll beat the Mega Marts. <laughs> You're getting that big box run around. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Inventory of like How 20 to 25 eggs a week. Yeah. You know? What would you sell them for? How much? Well, whatever. Lower than fourteen dollars a dozen. That's I mean, in California. They're like six fifty here. Wow. You probably go ten bucks. For yeah, for free range. That's true. <laughs> Grass fed, free range. Kudzu fed. No antibiotics. Do you have to have a name for you. Your remember name? that picture? No, that you don't. huge one. That, that little gif. That huge rooster that's walking around. What if we have? What if our uh Oh, like the one they have at Y twelve? Yeah. The ten foot rooster? What if our chickens drinking out of third creek down here and just get ginormous? We don't know what's in that creek. <laughs> uh, I don't know that we'd want to. So just put an egg in the water if it's iffy. If it floats, it's bad. If it floats, it's bad. Yep. yep. Sinks, it's good. If it stands straight up but still on the bottom, it means it's good for boiling. Do you know right. that? Yeah, if you put an egg in water and it just sinks and lays on its side, good to eat. If it stands up but still sinks, boil it. Okay. If it floats, you don't want that egg. Yeah. Think of it as in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. You know the egg detector? Uh Uh-huh. Bung, bung. Uh Looking for that golden egg. They don't like golden eggs. That's a myth. What if we t- what if we could get a chicken with like golden eggs? Could you imagine? That'd be rich. But that'd be a good omelet. Final segment, hour number two. If you're on the phones, hang tight. Coming to you next. Stick with us right here on three and out. Final segment, hour number two. Going to go to the Big Orange Philly phone lines, 865-546-8200. We have T-Carp up first. What's up, T? You're on three and out. Hey, guys. Good morning. How, how are we doing? We're doing pretty good. Doing all right, yeah. I'm doing all right. Okay, okay. How about you, bud? Guys, you, oh, I'm great. I just uh, I just can't get over how uh, how Americanized your, your palate is talking about the gaminess of, of, 
of food. Um, are you just so used to regular old crappy hamburgers and 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 stall fed? <laughs> you know, beef that you can't handle a little bit of different taste? No, that's not what I said. I said I enjoy some of the gaminess. But sometimes okay. you, you get a the, – the strongest thing I've ever had was, was the wild turkey. I, I, I will admit uh, wild turkey is, is, is out there. It's definitely not, uh, not uh, the, uh, the white turkeys that we, we have farm-raised. No, 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 no. Very, very different. So, and, and to uh, – we all have to remember that, like, the food that we actually get in the grocery store is processed, is washed, goes through a, mm-hmm. you know, goes through a brining process. Like, it's prepared before we actually prepare it. Yeah. So people yeah. think that they can just kill, kill an animal, you know, wash it off and throw it in the, throw it in the pan. <laughs> that's, that's not a great way to, to have something that tastes good. No, you will, uh, you will likely not enjoy that at all if that's the way you do it the first time. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's bad. Um, also, like those little quail eggs, they're like itty bitty. By the way, they're mm-hmm. the size of your. Th- I mean, they're tiny. So all those. I'm gonna eggs. have to try one. Yeah, I mean, I hear. See, I can't have chickens in Blount County, but or not Blount County, but Maryville City. I thought about having quail and just keeping it on the down low. <laughs> Can Would you keep? Bail me can out you of jail if I'll get arrested? Absolutely. For can you keep quail? I mean, I think you can. I guess. I just know they live in tall grass. Like they would. They apparently they'll throw you. They'll they'll take your chickens away in Maryville City. But can we can we get it like Nate? Can we get a thing to where you'll let Maryville City or I mean, you're a political guy. You know some people. Yeah. Can we get this on the on the docket? Chickens, no quail. Go. Chickens, no quail, go. I love it. So, I haven't talked to you guys in a little bit. Um, did you guys see that Goval's Extra thing where they're saying people are worried about Heupel's mismanagement of wide receivers? Yeah, where, the, see that where the hell did that come from? <laughs> I mean, I, I get it's slow season, but my God. <laughs> Tennessee fans are worried about Heupel's rotation of the receivers. Nope. No, I promise we're not. No, we're not. Yeah, it's like no, we, no one's ever said that. We just want yeah. our first Bolitnikov. I think, yeah, I think we're pretty good. Yeah, I think we're pretty good at how there. the receivers are being handled. Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that. Um, also, on the, on another switching gears to the basketball, I, I just don't want people to be out on. Uh, I just don't want people to be out on Barnes. Like, like I get it. We, we're going to have crappy games, and that's part of it. But you just can't be completely out on them. But I, I don't know. Like Nate, what are like? What do you think about it? Are you are you that upset about it? Or are you just like it's just a regular season loss? It is what it is. Well, I, we look at players all the time, and sometimes a player is a certain way, and they can most of the time they don't really change much. They just improve a little bit. But every now and then, you have like a a huge change with a player. Um, like, Rick Barnes is not going to change as a coach. I mean, he's past that point of, like, reinventing himself or anything. So this is just what you're going to get. You're going to get a good defensive team. You're going to get a team that struggles to score at times. And when they do make shots, they're going to be able to beat anybody in the country. But there's going to be times they struggle, and you just got to hope that 
they can be pretty consistent during the regular season, which they have been. And then maybe this will be the year where they play at their highest level during the tournament. And then maybe if they do have one kind of bad game, you kind of gut it out and you win that one and you advance and you see what happens. But, I mean, you just like expecting something different from a style standpoint is mm-hmm. just kind of moronic. I mean, it's this is just the way it's going to be, and it's just are they going to play really well like they did against you know Kansas and some of the crap teams they beat the snot out of lately, or is it going to be a poor performance like they did against Kentucky the other night? And sometimes even playing that poorly, you can still win. It just depends on who's on the schedule. Yep, make makes sense to me. Just don't. I, I just don't like it when people just get you know want to jump off the Gay Street Bridge about it. It's like, come on, it's it's just just get over it and and go. And I'm not saying like don't be upset, but just don't don't be stupid. Anyway, y'all be good. I love y'all to death. Haven't talked to you in a bit. We'll we'll call more. Y'all be good. Thanks, Car. Appreciate it. Call. The the frustrating thing to me is that I feel like we've been really consistent, but we have two losses to teams outside the top 25. Mm-hmm. And you look at all the other teams in the top 10, and their losses are two top 25 teams. Yeah. So that's what's that's the only thing that gets me a little bit worried is, like, you know, if, if our losses were to Bama, Baylor, and, you know, whatever, but, like, we lost an unranked Kentucky team. It's still pretty talented in Colorado. It's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's That's what's frustrating to me. Uh, back to the phone lines. We've got Roberto up next. What's up, Roberto? You're on three and out. Hard to follow a call that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I second T Carp's uh, gaminess comments. Uh, a hundred. Uh, don't don't expect to taste it as if it's been brined and possibly even herbed before right. it comes to your plate. Uh, is good, by the way. Uh, that screams organic. By the way. Hmm. Um. So. And I didn't get to call yesterday. I don't even know if y'all were on, frankly. Uh, but, uh, you know, Saturday, Nate, Nate's uh, throwing all the blame on me, and that's fine because that's what Nate does. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Nate can't take any any blame himself. He's got to put it on everybody else. Uh, it's the rumor rumor around town, and that's okay, no problems. <laughs> um, but I will say, I am I'm done being a posy vol. Posy vol Berto does not do anything for the vols. Um, Negavolver Berto does a ton for the balls. I mean, I predicted us. I thought we. I genuinely thought we were going to get blown out in the bowl game just because I didn't think we could make plays, and I was wrong. So there. Uh, and and uh, you know, uh, I will say this for myself. Um, I mean, all all the metrics pointed to Tennessee beating the living hell out of Kentucky on mm-hmm. Saturday. And and what I figured out um, is that Rick Barnes isn't a metrics coach. Uh, his teams typically do the opposite of what it seems like they should do. Uh, I think everybody knows that, uh, i.e., just look at March. Uh, March balls showed up. Um, and how many did, – did we ever get a tally on how many layups – With the, let's just say a layup is within two feet of the goal. How many actual two- to three-footers we actually missed on Saturday? Well, I think it was six. I had 11. Well, if you're counting like uh, like Euros as two misses that were kind of like turnaround hook style shots, then yeah, it's probably up there yeah. around eleven. Okay. Like same so, with Kamwa missing a little turnaround, you know, layup floater thing. Yeah. So Roberto did not just so we understand for everybody listening in Nerland. Roberto did not miss eleven three footers on Saturday. <laughs> 
just so this is true. I know Nate's putting out the rumor. I'm going to dispel any rumors. I was actually not on the court on mm. Saturday. Wow. Uh, you're, I, I do have a striking resemblance uh, to a balder version of Euros, but uh, I, I am not him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just it's so frustrating as a fan to know that you're just you're just miles better than somebody else, and to play that. I mean, we played awful. Mm-hmm. We played awful, and we were in the game. We played awful. Uh. So maybe that's a good thing, but I just you know losing to Kentucky this year, that that might end up being a quad two win or loss, excuse me, at the end of the year. It might drop down to a quad three, and that's what you guys were talking about earlier, which I agree with. Now we have to freaking pull for Kentucky. That's what. I, yeah, I mean, that you don't you don't want that to be that bad. It also depends on what we do. I mean, if we were to take care of business the rest of the way, it doesn't matter as much. But, you know, if you drop two or three more, like that could be the difference in a seed line. We're going to drop two or three more. Yeah. It seems like every about five to ten games with this team. Yep. For the last five years. It's not this year and last year, but like every five to ten games, Tennessee just lays an absolute bomb of a stinker. And that was, I mean, it happened against Kentucky. If you're going to do it against anybody, don't do it against them because they're a team that can actually beat you just based on their talent. And that's what they did. Oscar Shibway was meh on Saturday. Would you agree with that? He was kind of meh. Yeah. Definitely not his best game. He was good, but it wasn't his best game. And Kaysen Wallace was awful. He was awful. 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 We got beat by essentially their backup point guard, right? I mean, that's... Mm Mm-hmm. Well... I don't know it, it, who's that homeboy that got that got hurt uh, that wasn't playing on Wheeler. Saturday. Wheeler didn't play, so is he? The, he's their starting point guard technically. Yeah. yeah. So if he plays, do they beat us, or or is him not playing actually an advantage for them? That's that's another question. You I know? don't know. They've been talking about that all year about like the lineups and who should be starting when and where. So yeah, yeah. So like ten, it, it has to be Tennessee, right? Freaking Tennessee, you know, a guy gets hurt. And we always have that happen with us. And, and, and so I'd say we'll lose three more games. It's going to happen against like somebody, you know, Mississippi State maybe tonight. Who knows? You know, maybe I love what you guys said about Rick Barnes, by the way. I don't know. I think it was Nate that said it earlier. It's like he's out there just running them to death today. Or maybe it's you, Houston, because we beat him by 30, you said. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I, you guys uh, can beat him tired. Yeah, yeah. That would be so Rick Barnes to do. Uh, you know, I'm just really frustrated with them. Uh, I don't think Barnes had an A+. Plus. I don't think he had a bad game on Saturday. I don't think he coached a bad game. He just sometimes can't get the best out of his players when they need it. And he still, still did not call timeouts when they were on a run. I just don't understand. And this team, clearly, if they can't hit threes, they're not going to win games. They ha- They rely too much on the three, and they're too damn inconsistent from three. And we don't have an elite score. We don't have a throw it to this guy. He will get you the points you need to win this game at the end. We don't. And if we don't have that, guys, it's another, it's another pre-sweet 16 exit, period. Yep. It's going Th- to happen. Thanks for the call, Berto. We're up against it. Hour three, back at you next.